Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're asking the question, are you thinking like a CEO? Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays REI land flipping blueprint. Guys, everything about in this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients and put it in this course. It's in an easy to follow video format. It's got all the contracts, scripts, and forms that we use in our daily business. And everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com, click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Hey, sir. What's up? What were you waiting for? Like, you were like waiting for me to add something in. Would you need me to say it's Friday? No, I was thinking, trying to think t- to today mm-hmm. and what the date is today. Is today your birthday? Nope. <laughs> it was last week. Oh, it was the previous week? It was previous week. Okay. Well, we're I, filming this early, so it's not wait, like I No, 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 no. It is this it week. Is. It, is, it, is, it is this okay. week. Okay. All right. I thought <laughs> I was right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because yeah. you're in Miami right now. Yeah, I am in Miami, living the living the life on South Beach. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. It pays to have a neighbor who's a pilot who says, hey, get on my friends and family. Well, you know, when you said that, I thought back to like pre... Oh, wait. Rewind. You're doing friends and family, which means you're flying standby, which means you get to fly for just your taxes and gas, right? Super I, cheap. I think I fly for free. You got to pay taxes and gas. Okay. So, yeah, I'm paying yeah. taxes which, and gas. Which is, or at least that's how it used to be, which still makes means your flight is like 20 bucks a person or something. Okay. That's how it used to be. I don't know if it's still like that. He told me it was free, so I think maybe he might be doing that. He gotcha. might be just covering it, but gotcha. I don't know. Maybe not. Gotcha. Well, at least in my experience flying standby, I still had to pay that. But that gotcha. was that was an international flight, so I don't know. I can afford 20 bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, whether that's true or not, mm-hmm. um, when you told me that, I thought back to the last time I flew standby, and and uh, that's when the airplanes were full. Yeah, and I I got stuck in Spain for two weeks. I couldn't get back. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, because the planes were full. But now they're like empty. You'll probably be able to sit wherever you want. Yeah, he or, told, are they empty? He said that they're wide open. He's like he's already checked. He's like wide open. When do y'all want to get back? And I told him, and he said, Yeah, you're wide open. There's like four flights coming back that day, and there was one that had three tickets left. Um, and we went the later one. So it, it looked wide open. Um, it's kind of cool. I'm going to stay at a hotel that's probably a little bit nicer than where we normally would stay. But he says it's the best on South Beach. And he's there quite a bit. So I'll take his his word for it. But it's going to go up Friday. Hang out. Do do the dinner, drink, South Beach thing Friday, Saturday. Do the same thing. And then Sunday, fly back. Well, you're doing that right now because you're there. You're living I am it. there. Well, yes. If When this drops, I will be on the plane getting ready to touch down. In good old Miami. Very cool. It almost, this is like the old man in me, but it's like, well, you're getting there Friday and coming back Sunday. How are you going to have time to rest? That seems like <laughs> way too, like, are you going to even have fun? Like, that's too quick. That's what Jessica was saying. She's like, we're going to, we're, I don't, I don't know if we're going to get enough rest. You know, I can't, I can't drink like I used to. And I was like, she was put trying on outfits for this. She's like, I don't know what Miami dress is like. I was like, lower cut, higher waist. <laughs> Let's go. So it'll be fun. I'm probably going to have to let my hair hang out, get a couple gold chains just to let them know. I'm about to be 40. Yeah, you are. You're getting I'm, old. I'm in the countdown to 40 now. This will be yeah. 39 going into 40. Yeah. Getting old, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy okay. birthday to me. Happy birthday to <laughs> me. Happy birthday. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're thinking like CEOs today. That's 
what you said, and I got real cynical in my head when you said that. I started laughing to myself because I was like, I bet most people that are employees think a CEO all he does is play golf and takes me and like and just has lunch and meetings. I will say uh, from someone who was, you know, for anybody who's had a job, when you look at the CEO, you go, well, what do they do all day? Yeah. Like, what is that? What do they actually do? And and that's such an easy way to get like twisted on that. Like, you're like, they don't do nothing. I'm just tell you to do something, tell you to do something. And I, you know, we've kind of talked about, you know, different quotes you could go with this. And I, and I read a quote that said, Anybody can steer anybody can steer a ship, but the leader has to chart the course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's funny to me because so many people don't understand the complexities of A, putting a team in the right team in place, seeing where you need to go. What's your what's your six month, your one year, your two year, your five year, your ten year plan, and how you make it all work while remaining profitable, while having the tough conversations, while making the tough decisions. Because I can tell you I've done it in the corporate world, and I've done it for myself. Some of those decisions are tough that you have to make. Mm-hmm. That's like the best part for me. That's why I think I love being an entrepreneur is mm-hmm. like steering that ship. That's exactly what you're doing. Yep. That quote you said was awesome because that's very much dead on, right? And so as a CEO, it doesn't matter of any company, but since we're land business owners, we're talking about land. Mm-hmm. you got to be able to sit back and decide where's my company going mm-hmm. this year and how am I going to get it there. Yep. I've been so focused on growth these last couple of weeks not just land, but the podcast and like some other things I've taken on. I had to like take a second and be like, holy crap, I need to write this stuff down. Yep. How am I going to make it happen? Where are my goals? What am I going to do to get there? And mm-hmm. well, I feel it's, it's just that perfect time of year where everyone needs to be doing that. Yeah, you're exactly right. And the thing about that, though, is it you write down that goal, you take that action, you expect it to really just impact you overnight. And you are so wrong if you think that. It's a slow, gradual turn. And you have to be able to understand that it's going to take time to get to that one year, that five year. But you have to put those things in process and understand it's going to lead you in that direction. Oh, it's a carnival cruise ship, not a uh, wakeboarding boat, right? You want to make a turn. It doesn't just. It just doesn't turn, man. (laughs) It don't kick a rooster tail and get right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It's just been really heavy on my mind of like growth Mm -hmm. and there's just so much when you come, when you talk about growth, it's like, okay, I need to make sure I'm doing the right things for my company. Mm-hmm. I'm making the right choices. We're going to do this the proper way because I wrote down a bunch of goals mm-hmm. with revenue numbers, Yep. right? And I didn't put profit numbers because I didn't have room on my board, which is yep. why I want more boards. <laughs> and as a the CEO, that, as like, that's something you really have to think about. It's like, okay, I can drive revenue super high, but if my revenue has 95% expenses, I didn't make any money. Yep. You know what I mean? And so it's like, how do I grow these businesses, raise this revenue super high, but also keep cost expenses low so that my profits are high. Yeah, you're exactly right. And I'm going to, I'm going to throw this back into my railroad days because it's easy to cut expenses and come and be the hatchet man and and really drive a great operating ratio. But there is an amount you have to invest back into your company to see that growth, to fuel that growth, to fuel that, that need to make your business sustainable. And like when in rail, we would say, oh yeah, we can go in and cut everything. You're not working on tracks. You're piecing stuff together but then two months a big rain comes four months later your track starts to shift and now your track isn't running as well as this so you're putting slow order so your train's not moving as fast then you start having you know track cause derailments or you start not investing in your employees and training them and they don't get better and they start making mistakes with getting hurt derailing not taking care of your customers so there's a there's a fine line in that so anybody can go in and cut expenses 
and boost profitability. But can you cut expenses while reinvesting into your company to make it better and grow and grow in a direction that you want to see it go in that six month, one year, two year, five year, 10 year look. Mm-hmm. And this being the beginning of the year, you know, we get a lot of people that have done, maybe done some land investing that are coming towards us. They've seen the light and they're coming towards us, right? Because <laughs> okay. they, they want to do like the bigger deals because okay. that's kind of what we're known for and thinking about. But uh, this is that's that perfect time of the year is where, okay, I've been doing these buy for one, sell for four. 1,000, sell for 4,000. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to do these buy for 10,000, sell mm-hmm. for 30, 35, 40. Or mm-hmm. I want to buy for 20, sell for 60 or 80. And it's like, you've got to sit back. How am I going to get there? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know I'm going to have to put more mail out. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to find uh, counties where the market price per acre is a little higher. Land's mm-hmm. a little bit more expensive. I'm going to have to do all these things. But if I'm relying on this money, I still need to make money while I do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. You need to. Can, just, can you be can you be the conductor of the symphony and get everybody working in unison to make this beautiful song that you call your land company? Yeah. I'm a licensed conductor, so. It's it's kind of like an astronaut. <laughs> it is like an astronaut. I can't believe that girl told you that. It's, I would have shit myself if I'd have been at a bar and some girl says, oh, what are you doing? You're like, I'm a conductor. And she goes, oh, my God, that's kind of like an astronaut. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Right on rocket trains. <laughs> yep. Oh. Yeah. That was so amazing that she said it that we're still thinking of it 10 ish 10 12 years ago i'm trying to think when i was on the railroad a long time ago it was a long time ago, yeah so yeah that was good if <laughs> if only telling every girl i was a train conductor worked that well yeah <laughs> i remember telling this one chick oh, i conduct on the railroad oh that's cool she lived in new york i ride the train every day I'm like, <laughs> you punch my ticket <laughs> oh man and it's I like that we can have these candid conversations about this because there's going to be a listener there that's it's struggling and getting started and he doesn't know. And, and your business isn't quite the machine yet that you're going to take the CEO mentality. So you kind of need to be the startup mentality. You need to say, what is it going to take to get deals done? What do I need to do to look at deals? Because if I'm not looking at deals, I'm not buying deals. So what does that take? And focus on that. Focus on getting those deals in and getting them to where you can get them on the market and sell them. Now, the, the minutia in between is it a value? Does it have access? You know, what are your risks in there? Get rid of the risk. Be smart. Make a profit that you're comfortable with and keep turning the money. You got to get that cycle going. Now, once you have your machine dialed in and you're running, it's now where do you go? And that's the that's the funniest conversation I have with people that have been doing this a year or two years. Two, when I say doing it a year or two years, they have dialed in their machine for a year or two years. They go, well, what do I do next? Like, what, what am I just keep sending mail, keep buying land, flipping it, keep buying it, keep sending it, keep doing it. It's just this, this cycle and they're chasing deals. And that's where the CEO mentality comes in. What are you going to do with your company? Where do you see your business going? Cause I can't tell, I can tell you what, you know, my wild ideas, but those aren't yours. Those, that's not your company. It's my company and what I'm wanting to do with it and what I want to take it. And I think that we've made it pretty obvious. Our, our companies are separate. We do a lot of stuff together and we may say, hey, we want to subdivide or we want to develop. You may say, hey, Justin, I feel like reactivating my real estate license and I'm going to go hardcore at this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to do this. And I send a house mailer without saying anything to you. You know, it's it's our responsibility as our company owners, as the CEO of Justin Inc. and the CEO of Adam Inc., what we decide in the direction we go and how we continue to move that forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when you said like some people may not be in that position, they're in like the startup mentality. That brings up a really good idea. I'm glad you said that because... This definitely 
grows. It's like this thought process grows. First year, you're so you're learning. Yeah. Right. You're just like figuring things out. But then you do start to see this shift. And I think both of us are nearing the end of our five years. Right. Right. And so like at this point, the sky is so much not even the limit. Right. You know, if we decided to do it and Mm -hmm. we planned it, there's no direction we can't go. And some of the things that we did five years ago aren't even remotely attractive anymore. Yeah. And so I, I bet I have seven coastal properties sitting in inventory that were bought for somebody to sell that were hired and they didn't work out. They're just sitting there. I haven't even looked at them. I probably need to dump them off to somebody and let them sell them. That just, but it just doesn't interest me to make the eBay listing and sell them. I get it. So anyway, the whole point of this is like, you've got to learn to take this step as a CEO. Mm-hmm. You've got to set back, step back and realize like, this is your ship. Mm-hmm. You've got to steer it steer the direction you think is right. Cause ultimately it's up to your decision mm-hmm. and grow this thing as big as you want it. Yep. Cool. Yeah. 100%. I 100%. I think, and I'm going to, I'm going to get a little ne- negative real quick. Just one second, because my biggest pet peeve is guy that has not done a deal yet, but his business card says he's CEO of some <laughs> land company. Baby, you ain't a CEO yet. You, you don't have the team that you pick up and call to do the work. You are the guy you're, the, you might be the CEO, but you're also the secretary. You're also the, the acquisitions manager. You're also the director of revenue. You can be whatever title you want to be, but you got to get that shit built and you got to get it moving. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that's it then. Uh, it's Friday. Everyone go on Facebook, wish Justin a happy birthday. <clears throat> and when you're doing that, while you're because we're already on the internet, mm-hmm. might as well just go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, give us a like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. We love you. We'll see you next Friday. See you guys.